All school year long, students in all educational settings work hard to produce products. Products for their teachers to evaluate, judge, and assess. Products such as writing samples, posters, video recordings, prototypes, and so much more. Many teachers are working hard to get more creative with the products that their students create in an attempt to increase levels of engagement. But with online learning seemingly becoming a new normal in education, maybe the idea of products being such a heavily weighted assessment form needs to see reform. This podcast is just that, reform of an assessment in education. Conversations with Campbell is an attempt to bring one of the most basic forms of communication to the forefront of assessment in education, having a conversation. So much knowledge and learning is exchanged in a conversation between teacher and student, or even student to student, that it cannot be overlooked as a genuine demonstration of a student's learning. Some might even argue that a conversation demonstrates a student's learning so much more than a product ever could. A great example of this would be a cliche science fair. Each entrant is judged based off their product, a typical tri-fold Bristol board and maybe even a working prototype. But most science fairs are won or lost when the judges converse with the participants and the participants get to explain their work with the judges directly. Whatever side of this fence you fall on, you cannot argue that learning happens in conversation. So buckle up and enjoy Conversations with Campbell. Okay, we are here with Sumera and Noah talking chapters 24 to 30 for the rule of three. It appears we got all our technical difficulties all figured out. We got mics working now, so let's uh, let's try this again. What on earth is going on in our story at the current moment in time? Well, the thing with Quinn, I'm wondering why they let him out of um, holding. I'm wondering why they're letting him out, how, uh, how they've gained so much trust for him, even though he did that for them, like giving them the plans of the compound. I still don't think they should have full trust in him yet. So to be uh, clear, Quinn Quinn is who? He's the prisoner um, that they got from the compound. Okay. So Quinn was one of the members of the compound who, sorry, I have a hair in my mouth, who has um, helped them out, helped them being Eden Mills in attacking the compound, all this stuff, but he's still their prisoner, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. They brought him, I mean, they looked after him and cared for him. Mm -hmm. Dr. Morgan brought him back to good health. So now he's healthy enough to not sit in a hospital room all the time, right? Yeah. So there's a bit of a decision on what to do with Quinn. Yeah. So walk us through the you're on the committee. What's what's kind of the pros and cons? What's the what's the real decision? What's what's the problem? Well, how did the compound know that they were attacking? There's two reasons that I think they know. I think it's either Quinn somehow got a hold of them and told them, or it was Brett. Okay. Because 
Brett, as you like heard Quinn tell Adam at the end of the chapter, um, that Brett doesn't really have any respect for Adam or his mother, and he would kill them if he had the chance to. And how does Quinn know that? Because he was pretending to sleep while they were um, coming to check on him, and they ended up having a conversation in front of him. Okay. Who's they? I'm not talking that. Oh, Brett and, Brett and his squad. Okay, so we're starting to find out from, from Quinn that Brett's kind of a different human. Yeah. Okay, and, I, and you think Brett wants to hurt, according to Quinn, Brett wants to hurt Adam and his mom? Yeah. So I think it was either Quinn or Brett who alerted the compound that they were coming. Okay. Earlier on when they found the women and children. Yeah. Okay. So now the decision is what to do with Quinn. Is that what you want to talk about? Yeah. Because okay. I really don't think they should have let him out, even though he has that stuff tied on him. He could still end up like slipping away and getting to like a phone or something, like an older phone. So what's the decision? Let's let's talk about kind of what options there are so that everyone is on the same page. Because option one is he's free right you open up mm -hmm. the gate you open up the gates and you get rid of him you stop feeding him you're he's not your problem anymore that would be option one right yeah okay uh option two what would be option two um it'd probably be what they actually did with him just like tie him up make him work so kind of going back to like prisoners go out and do community service, like, you know, in an olden movie when, you know, they're digging, they're farming and doing all yeah. that. Yeah. But what I think they should have done with him is like kept him in prison and they should Hold have on. like gave. But that's option one. You said option two is they you they keep him tied up so like they have like handcuffs on him and stuff or, or what's the um i can't remember what it was but yeah they had something on his feet to prevent him from running but yeah. they make him work for they make him work yeah so he's doing what what kind of work farming farming okay so very old school you can picture an old movie right a bunch of prisoners lined up and they're you know farming in a field yeah <coughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't, I couldn't mute that fast enough. Um, okay, and then you want to present option three? Is that what I'm getting from you? Yeah. Okay. So I think that they should have either kept it locked up or like did the same thing, thing that they did with a little bit more guards, but they should have like given him like a walkie-talkie so they can he can contact the compound and pretend that he's like free, so he can get some info out of them. To so use him as bait. Yeah. Interesting. You really think that the compound's the biggest threat still? Um, I'm not sure. It's either Brett or the compound, because Brett, he's actually in the neighborhood, and he knows like everything about the neighborhood because he's on the committee. So He's not technically he, on the committee, but yeah, okay. So it's either him or the compound, I would say. Okay. Samara, do you have anything to add to what Noah's saying? 
No. Okay. Uh, so Noah brings up Quinn, and that's a big kind of part of the story right now. Um, you say that they they decided. So I'm I'm assuming that you're talking about the committee on this one. Correct? Yeah. So the committee decided that for now, he's going to still be a prisoner, but he's going to, if we're going to feed him and stuff, he's actually going to work. Yeah. Okay. So we'll see what happens there. Maybe maybe something happens. Maybe something doesn't. Uh, okay, Samara, what do you want to bring to the conversation? What is going on in the story right now that you want to talk about? I feel like one of the persons in the compound is just going to go against them. One of the persons in the compound is going to go against them. So who who's them in that sentence? Um, Adam and his mother. Like I think they, uh, Adam's going to get killed or something. You think Adam is going to get killed by someone from the compound? Yeah. Okay, so we don't know where the compound is quite yet, right now, right? They they fled. So what what makes you say that? What makes you say that that you think that'll happen? I don't know. I just have a feeling. Okay. Noah, you raised your hand. Um, after the conversation we had with Eric Walters, um. We know that Adam Kemp is not going to be killed. <laughs> yeah, he kind of hinted towards the fact that that's not going to happen, right? Yeah. Okay, but he so he hinted to some other stuff too. Did has that? What did he hint towards? Number one and number two. Did this part of our reading kind of give us what he hinted towards? Um, I don't, well, it kind of hinted towards, um, Brett being a sort of bad guy in the future, a villain. Yep. But something else he hinted towards that we haven't really seen yet is Adam's dad coming back. Okay. So we got Brett being a very bad, bad person and Adam's dad maybe coming back. So yeah. did any of those things did we learn anything further about either of those two things in the reading that we up to chapter 30 right now? Well, we learned that Brett is, well, at least supposedly from what Quinn said, is a bad person. Okay, just Quinn? Um, well, Adam also has that feeling as well. Okay, and did anyone else tell us that Brett's not good? Not that I can remember off the top of my head. Samara? Samara? Nothing? Okay. Um, is there anything else that you want to talk about? Oh, really that's the main thing that stood out to me hey was there any conflict in the chapters that we had to read um feeling that we're not both on chapter 30 right now 
Something significant happened in chapter 30 that... Wait, are we, are we meant to read, to read the chapter 31? Yeah, so you read chapter 30 as well, yes. Oh, okay. I just went up to chapter 30. Oh, you stopped at 29. Okay. Yeah. Well, then I don't want to give that up, but something... <laughs> we learned something pretty big in chapter 30, so... Interesting. What... Um... Is there any conflict that needs to be brought up? Like, did anything significant happen in chapter 24 to 29, if that's what you read? I'm no? just trying to think. Um... So I read chapter four, like, at the beginning of the weekend, so. Okay. 24, my bad. I can't remember off the top of my head, because I, I, like, just read chapter 30. So that's... 29. Fine. Yeah, 29, my bad. Okay. Well, it appears that uh, you guys will have something to talk about on the next, next week's podcast as we finish the book, because... We are definitely getting to that climax and some interesting things happening. So on that note, I will say let's uh, let's put a pin in it and we can uh, bring that up next episode. Okay? Yep. Thank you.